What is up, everybody? Welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, sit with my co-host. Morgan Heisler, what up? And we talk about the terrible movies that we love. And this week, we have our second special guest, our second guest ever, that Evan Jordan of Scoot Gang fame. What's Woo! up, Evan? Mechanics! <laughs> no. I had to come in with mechanics, you know? Uh, but what's up, guys? I'm glad to be here. I fucking, I love Kevin Smith, and... Uh, I, I like this movie, and I'm glad you invited me on to talk about this. I think I got some good jokes in the chamber coming up. You know, I'm so. terrified. <laughs> I'm very scared. <laughs> and I, I, I came in with mechanics, even though mm-hmm. on this week's Scootcast, I, I started, I came in with living the dream. You know, because maybe I'm, I'm trying to, to like what is wrong with you? Out, start something new. You know, but maybe I keep mechanics. I don't know. I'm not sold. I haven't sold myself on living the dream yet. You know, so I'm. I'm. I'm just. It's uh-huh. I'm putting it in where I feel. Where I feel. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's respectable. It fits. Yeah. It's that Evan Jordan 2.0. <laughs> the reboot. Now living the dream. Yeah. Yeah, and Evan, we brought you on this week to talk about Kevin Smith. It's our third film. It's the final film in our View Askew Universe mm-hmm. uh, series. We're doing Zach and Miri make a porno, which is like. Kevin Smith's not view as cutest movie, but guess what? Now it is. So, yeah, I'm glad we're glad you're here to talk about it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I mean, this was this this movie's like not it wasn't like traditionally in the in the universe, but they kind of shoehorned it in, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, somehow under the under the legal uh, eyes of the Weinstein Corporation. Fuck Harvey Weinstein. Get that out of the way now. Yeah, fuck Harvey yeah, Weinstein. Fuck that guy. Fuck they brought guy. it. And into I, the I universe. think the thing is, Kevin Smith agrees with this. He, yeah, you know, no, I don't think he's. Oh yeah, no, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not like it's not like we're uh, picking sides here. I think everybody hates Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the 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 world uh, agreement yeah. is fuck Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, fuck that guy. Also. But yeah, I want to start with what is your history with this movie, Evan? I know you're a pretty big fan of it. I I honestly, the very first time I watched this movie was not. Uh, I hadn't fully discovered like Kevin Smith yet, mm-hmm. you know. It was just like I saw commercials, and then I saw commercials that were edited a little more because they <laughs> stopped letting them put make a porno on TV. Yeah. In the commercials, and it was just called Zach and Mary after that, and uh, <laughs> and then I was like, I got to see this fucking movie because I loved Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen was hot shit, you know, at the time. Oh god, he was coming up. Oh, he's, he's still and, is uh, okay. Yeah, nice. he still is. Seth Rogen's never became once he got relevant, he's stayed relevant. Yeah, you know. Uh, but he, I was like, I got to watch this, and then I watched it, and then like a year or two later, I started discovering, you know, like Clerks, the original Clerks, and Mallrats, and you know, the gotcha, universe. Dude. Sure, the universe is great, and yeah, with me like. I could have swore coming into this I'd never seen the movie before. Then I turned on Netflix this morning to watch it, and I was like, oh, this is at the credits. I watched this before at some point. I just don't remember watching it. So I went into it with, like, brand new eyes, excited to watch it. And this is a fun movie. This is a really, like, it's surprisingly, like, super sweet, which was very shocking yeah. when I finished it. It's, yeah. like, raunchy and sweet, which was very surprising. Kevin Smith is really good at, like, just making an hour and a half of the most vulgar shit you've ever heard in your life yeah. and then like somehow he touches you at the end a little bit you know? <laughs> with a dutch rudder <laughs> yeah exactly but at the, the end you, there's rudder. like 10 minutes of dutch ruddering where you just are one over you know yeah yeah and i guess like at least for me i'm trying to think back in the day i think i was telling you guys in the scoot cast um in the scoot gang discord last night my dad used to um questionably get uh pay-per-view on his tv like on uh, i guess i don't know what company it was supposed to be but this was like um jailbreaking a, a satellite box i remember watching zach and miri mega porno and in like 2000 this came out in 2008 so probably around 2009 whenever it was on pay-per-view or what have you and like evan said i, re- I vividly remember all of the all of the commercials for this movie being Zack and Miri make a porno and then overnight it switched to yeah. just Zack and Miri and no one ever talked about it. And yeah. and I and to this to the Kevin Smith thing, I didn't know that this was a Kevin Smith movie at least until a couple of weeks ago. And so I also haven't seen this movie in probably years. So watching it last night, 
with brand new eyes, you know, as a Kevin Smith film, it yeah, you you guys are totally right. It makes a lot of it makes a lot more sense when you realize it's a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you you kind of like when you go into a movie knowing it's a Kevin Smith movie, you you put a certain set of goggles on to look. Yeah, at Yeah, totally. Through, I right? agree. Yeah, I totally agree. And like this one, it's just like, oh yeah, of course, like of course the dude from Clerks is in here, or and like and of course Jason Mewes is in here. Like everything yeah. just makes so much more sense. And to y'all's point about Seth Rogen as well, like Seth Rogen at the peak or right on his come up, I guess. Um, and this was just like one of those weird things that he did that did have heart at the time. Yeah. 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 He, he like, he mentioned in the commentary for this movie, I watched that at one point, not recently, but I just, this always stuck out, Mm -hmm. stuck out to me is Seth Rogen's talking about, he had a list of things when he started like becoming successful that he wanted to do like in his career. And on the, on that list, one of them was being a Kevin Smith movie because he was always a huge fan of of Clerks and Mallrats and and Chasing Amy and all you know just mm-hmm. of Kevin Smith in general. And he's like, he made a joke about how as soon as he got an agent, he told him that, and then the agent laughed, and he was like, "That's pretty fucking easy to do. <laughs> 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 like, it, like I can just make a call. We could probably get you in one." <laughs> And like he he was like making a joke about how, you know, he was he had built this up in his mind to be a big thing of like he wanted to be in a Kevin Smith movie and his agent just laughed at him because it was like the easiest okay. thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, this like dude wears we can get you in a fucking later. Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> this dude wears George will get you in this movie. Don't worry. But he he did like he did say like he really you know it lived up to his expectations of like. Oh yeah, I can imagine. In his imagine. mind, he was working with somebody that he—it was a legend to him. Sure, you know? that's awesome. Yeah, so. I feel like this has that like it has more of a Judd Apatow feel than yeah. Kevin Smith feel through a lot of it. I actually forgot it was Kevin Smith, even though we're doing this Kevin Smith series. I forgot it was Kevin Smith till the like till you see Jason Mewes. Mm-hmm. It really feels more like an Apatow film with it having uh, you know Seth Rogen and I uh, totally agree. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. Yeah. It has that appetite. Well, and Craig Robinson, because, too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because it's a modern-day Smith movie is why it feels more Apatow. Just cause I was well, and when Smith, it came I out, right? 08, I think? Yeah, 07. yeah it was 08. So, yeah. right? 08. It was the same year yeah, as Kyle so, Express, the same year. So, it came out, yeah, like, the year after Superbad. And, like, you know, 40-Year-Old Virgin was, like, four years before that. Like, it's just, uh, it came out during the the slew of Apatow-produced comedies, and that was kind of, like, yeah. I think what was, that's the way comedies were structuring themselves right then. Yeah. And I think maybe that's partially why it feels like that too. Yeah, you know? I'm sure that was like that was on purpose from Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really think it, just, it has that modern feel I'm not used to with Kevin Smith is what kind of made me think. Oh, this is Apatow. Yeah, but yeah. I this is a really fun movie. It's kind of a it's raw. It's a different kind of raunchy than like Mallrats or Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It has that more like nudity side of raunchy instead of like the. Yeah. There's a lot of fucks. There's a lot of fucks in this. Yeah. It's less than James Hunt and Bob Strike Back. It's like it's, it's I think it feels to... like an, an Apatow movie because it's about nerds winning. True. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Apatow movies are. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And like, it also feels like a, um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. Come back to me. Damn. Okay. We will. We will. That, that sucks. That's my fault. That was that's, rough. That's, okay. blame, blame that on, on me guys. Cause I totally just. I interrupted. Oh, I interrupted you're f- there, so that's my Oh, my fault. God, Evan. Who knew Evan could apologize? <laughs> All right. You know? Well, that's, that's the podcast. Evan's gone. We're, it's wow. Fine. <laughs> Fuck. See you guys next week. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, no, I, I think that this is one of the movies, like, having history with it before, without me realizing. I really enjoyed seeing it again, I think, through fresh eyes for the second time, which is weird. But, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a, it's a really fun movie. It's super sweet. Um, and yeah. I want to move into the fun facts because talking about the sweet side – a lot of that, I think, is Elizabeth Banks is super good in this. Like, she's... I love Elizabeth Banks in general, mm-hmm. but... She just does, reason, She's a queen. She's so, she's so great. I mean, Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect 3, what a great film. I said jokingly, it's not a good she, You know what she all. killed, too, is fucking the Power Rangers role of the oh, bad guy. Oh, yeah, dude. dude she's yeah. so good in that. Agreed, yeah. In that movie. She's so fucking good. God, we you need a Power Rangers cream. sequel so bad. Yeah, I agree, man. I like that movie. But yeah, like, looking at Elizabeth Banks in that role, kind of, she just embodies it really well. I was reading the fun facts, and Rosario Dawson was originally going to play her role, 
which just seems kind of weird in retrospect. This would have been a very different movie. Yeah. Yeah. But she couldn't be in it because she was shooting Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf, which I added to our list to do on this show. Yeah, she's one of the FBI agents with Billy Bob Thornton. What the fuck? I didn't know she was an Eagle Eye. Billy Bob, I remember yeah. that movie, dude. Billy Bob yeah, Thornton, Arkansas represent, dude. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton, man. What a guy. <laughs> what a life. What a life. <laughs> Truly. That I is... married to Angelina Jolie at one point. God, that we're... photo of them on the red carpet haunts me in my dreams still. There's a photo of him on the red carpet where the flash makes him look like he's made of wax. Oh, my God. Scary. Hey, dude, Billy Bob's from Arkansas. We can probably get him on the podcast. You know, dude, everybody from Arkansas knows each other. Be fucking legendary. I'm sure I know somebody who get Billy Bob Thornton on here about one of his poorly reviewed movies. (laughs) Truly, get him on for Bad Santa. No, oh my god, God. that's problematic. That's our our missing number slot. (laughs) God damn it! Yeah, another fun fact I found was the scene where the water shuts off and Seth Rogen has to wash out Elizabeth's hair. <laughs> you see the yeah, I love that he's like breaks. immediately goes to the bowl. He's like, there's poop in there. And you're like, you <laughs> dumb fuck. Obviously, she doesn't mean the water out of the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's talking about how when the curtain breaks, that wasn't like planned. That happened while they were shooting. And I think they, they for starters, they're really good actors. They played it off super well. He didn't oh, like, yeah. break character when he helped her. It like looked like it was, an, it was a scripted scene where she falls. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean that I never knew that. That's uh that's funny. And it, it fits perfect, you know. Yeah, and then Evan, you put this fact in here. The lady handing out name tags at the reunion is Kevin Smith's wife. Which yeah, now looking back at that makes sense because that's her. And I don't know why I didn't recognize that. She's in a lot of his stuff. Yeah, she's in a ton of his stuff. It's really kind of funny I didn't realize it was her at first. I have no idea. And if you what look Kevin at her, Smith's you totally like. see Harley in her like you like Harley looks like her. Oh yeah, that's fair. She looks their just daughter. Like yeah, yeah. I don't even know what Kevin Smith's wife looks like. I'll be. She's totally the one that, that was at the table that was like handing out name tags, and Seth Rogen was like, "You want to fuck me later?" Oh, or her. And like, yeah, and she was like, "No, I'm married." And he's like, "You sure?" And she's like, "Yep." <laughs> Wait, doesn't she play one of the sister? One of the um. Yeah, she's Missy in. Uh, oh my god! Silent Bob, Re- Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Oh my god. Good yeah, to she's know. in Yoga Hoosers also. That makes yep. sense too. Which I refuse to watch because I guess it's really terrible. I watched it once and I'm that. never going to watch it again. So bad in the best way possible. <laughs> I'm so never bad, watching though. that movie again. <laughs> that or Tusk. Jesus Christ. No, t- I love Tusk. Tusk. I fucking Tusk stand great. Tusk. Tusk is really good. Tusk is fantastic. Y'all are fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> I stand that fucking movie, dude. It's so good. Speaking of Justin Long, segue. Yeah. Brandon Sant Randy's voice in this, which is like it's super deep, it's because Justin Long had a cold while they were shooting. That's so, so good. So he just like gave himself the Yeah, and that's voice. like totally it fits the like I thought that was on purpose. I thought it was too. You know? <laughs> that yeah. character's great. Justin that Long so nails funny. it too, dude. Like oh, fucking nails it. Seth Rogan's watching him argue and he's like, This is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> God, there is I, one line that I was like, oh, when he goes, they're just like us. Like, oh, yeah, that, that made me cringe a little bit. I was yeah. like, okay, you know. Yeah, it's like we could have not. We could have just acted like this was totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I have, a, I had like a weird, like weird fascination with Justin Long in like this era of the 2000s anyway, because Accepted came out in like 04, right? And like Accepted, dude. Yeah, I hope that movie's bad enough that we can do this on the show because I adore uh, Accepted I'm so much. Thirty-seven percent. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Added. Ask me about my wiener, man. Dude, that, that's a line <laughs> in that movie. Of course, it can be on this show, dude. <laughs> I love Accepted so much. I have never heard of this movie before. Wait, really? You know what? I, what really got me into Justin Long was Dodgeball. Oh, yeah, that's where dude. I know him from Dodgeball yeah. and Jeepers Creepers. That is a fucking Dodgeball is a great movie. Dodgeball that's is also movie. really rad. Classic. Yep. If you can dodge oh, a Kevin Smith list. film. Yeah. What? He was in Die Hard 4. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. Yeah, oh, he is, yeah. dude. He's the nerdy kid in Live Free or Die Hard. And he killed it. Yep. The best part about that movie. He killed it. There's a Flyleaf song in that movie. That's the best part. I hate this. <laughs> oh, the soundtrack to this movie is also great. He's the also what? what? Bangers. The soundtrack in this movie. In, oh. Uh, oh, in this movie. Yeah. In yeah. Zack and Mary. Yeah, I really like the music in this movie. Yeah, I totally agree. Stuff. Yeah. 
like when they're when Zach and and Mary have their scene. I know I'm jumping ahead a little, but like the music there was so on point. And like when he's going into the bedroom with the the girl. Yeah, Brandy. Shit, I, I think. can't remember uh-huh. her name. Yeah, yeah. When they're playing the the Pixie song. Yeah, the yep. Pixie song was perfectly placed. Been so good. To meet ya. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great that's a great song. I love Pixies. I will but say yeah. though, like all of Kevin Smith's movies have good music. Yeah, oh, I mean we just likes good, he likes music that we like. You know? Yeah, we just gushed last <laughs> week about Mallrats having a great soundtrack too. I'm just a nerdy, bearded white dude, just like Kevin Smith. That's why we like the same. Oh kind God, of music, it's all three of us you know, from the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's that's the trait we all have in common. That's with why Kevin we Smith. think this music is good, you know, because we like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. We're all God damn it. And then Evan, you threw this in here. Tom Savini is the guy who rents them their studio. Or yeah, I'll Tom read, fucking Savini. I think yeah. that's Tom Savini's middle name, actually. Tom <laughs> fucking Savini. You gotta, if if it's not, it should be, you know. But yeah, Tom Savini rents them the studio. And like, what a weird place to stick Tom Savini. Like, I don't know if him and Kevin Smith are friends or like how this happened. How they get Tom Savini to just stick his face in a movie for like 15 seconds. I mean, and it's never like, seen again. it's super likely that Kevin Smith was just like, probably either knew somebody that knew him or was just like, hey, bud. Um, calling in a favor. You want to do this? And it was probably just like, yeah, probably. Because I could see Kevin Smith I'm gonna, being like being. Yeah, Savini's like an effects god. Yeah, this guy, he's done special effects for so many like legendary movies, action movies, and horror movies. Like Friday, he worked on most of the good Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, I could see uh, Kevin Smith you know, like having like a huge like huge crush on Savini. So getting just yeah, I mean hell, he got he got fucking Mark Hamill and Jane Silent Bob. You know. Yeah. George Carlin. George Carlin. Uh, yeah. Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace. Dude's got connections. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, plus, yeah, what the fuck I feel like Kevin about, Smith man? is just a likable dude. He is. Like, that's true. Oh, yeah. Who's out there, like, what, other than dumbasses on Twitter that I've been arguing with lately, that's like, <laughs> oh, Kevin Smith is a fucking piece of shit. Nobody thinks Kevin Smith's a piece of shit because he's not, you know? <laughs> Oh, totally. This is now just a podcast about Kevin Smith and how great he is, actually. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> the past three episodes. Great. <laughs> we all... Tom Savini, I, I told this story to you guys before yeah. we started, but he was he was a, a, a medic in, like, Vietnam. And so that's where he got all his special effects experience, was, like, he saw dudes, like, with their guts hanging out of them. Oh, great. Know? And then he came back, and he was like, I better put this to I use. I guess looking for a job, you know? And he was like, I know what that stuff looks like. I can recreate it, you know? Give me some fucking strawberry jam. And He's like, get me, hose and get me in on that up. Vietnam scene in For- in Forrest Gump, because I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. He did some of the cool, like, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, shots, because oh, there's some God, really so sick-ass stuff going on in some of those Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And he he did a lot of the really cool shots in that, too. He did From Dust Till Dawn, also. He did. Yeah, he did, dude. And Machete. Legend. Yeah, it's just this, crazy to me that he's like, and they mention the him one more time after this scene, like that he's in Florida and he's gone and he was shady, but that's it. <laughs> that sounds I'm like gonna, this is a, a random thing, but Pittsburgh, being a Pittsburgh with movie set, uh-huh. Tom Savini is also attached to Purse being a wallflower somehow. Oh, what? I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know how he's connected to it. Isn't he, isn't he in it? Is he? Is he? Oh, maybe. He's in it. He's like a janitor or something at the school, or oh yeah, he is. He's Mr. Callahan. He's one of the teachers. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's the teacher. shop teacher. That's what it is. The shop teacher. Yeah, I knew he worked at the school somehow, but yeah, yeah he's the shop movie. teacher. I remember that. I remember seeing him in that, and I'm like, that's Tom fucking Savini, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then our final fun fact here, off of Tom Savini, is that I think the reason I didn't know this movie very well because it's not part of like the view of universe that. To, uh, that Kevin Smith made mm-hmm. until James Bond reboot, where it was retconned in by Kevin Smith sneakily putting uh, Brandon St. Randy in the movie. He plays the lawyer for James and Silent Bob, which I know Morgan's not seen the reboot yet. I have not and seen the reboot. Oh, like yeah, no, I need to watch it's it. It's pretty funny, dude. Yeah. But yeah, but it's got a lot of good callbacks for fans. Yeah, it's really, yeah. it's got a lot of really good viewers' stuff in it. Yeah. But uh, Kevin Smith talked about in a variety video I watched the other day that they couldn't actually say it was Brandon St. Randy. Because they don't own Zach and Miri, because it's still under Weinstein, God, just like uh, like um, uh, Dogma. Dude, so they had to like bring him in without saying his name. Man, fuck Harvey Weinstein. They should have just named the guy Harvey Weinstein. 
No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't want to actually taint Justin Long's name. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Moving out. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. 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 That's uh, that's interesting to me that that they still have the rights to Zach and Mary and to to Dogma. I get Dogma. Well, Dogma's like like, in a really weird like spot. Like they bought. So the Weinstein brothers bought Dogma personally and then licensed it to Lionsgate for theatrical and then Sony for a home release. And then beyond that, it's like like it's it's almost like free. Like, I don't know, like, I don't think you can. I think Tim mentioned this on the kind of funny um, podcast a few weeks ago that you could just watch Dogma on YouTube because it's just up and nobody can take it down. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna have to watch it because I can't find it. Oh, really? Copy. Yeah, like I think I have the Blu-ray of that. There's a Blu-ray. Of it ooh, on. that thing is expensive now. Yeah, like my um my son's grandma, she has a copy of it on DVD that I have here at the house. Like, it's it's like tough to find. Yeah, I think I do have that one. Yeah, I'm not positive, but I think yeah, I that Blu-ray is a worth a pretty penny. Yeah, I don't think it was expensive when I bought it. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it was no, I, I, price. yeah, because they only did like one Blu-ray run of it. I'm pretty sure. Matthew, check out it was just like 20 bucks places. or something yeah. when I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. But... Alright, moving out of the fun facts. I want to talk about like the actual movie itself. Let's do it. One thing I love is the, the cast is great. Like, yeah. all around. Like, Elizabeth Banks, I will die for Elizabeth Banks. She's really good and she's a lot of fun to watch in movies. Agreed. Craig Robinson is hilarious in this movie. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson's hilarious. He doesn't dude. know how to not be funny. Yeah. Like, every time I see him, though, I. I now associate him with uh, the panties song from this. <laughs> Dude, this is the end. Is like off. one of Craig Robinson's like best performances. It's so. Yeah. I watched that a couple weeks ago. And it is still so funny. So funny, dude. Coked up Michael Sarah. Oh, dude, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like, I can only imagine. I could actually. I couldn't imagine any other version of Michael Sarah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're being perfect. I've just now imagined that's how he is in real life. Yeah, you know? <laughs> truly. Uh, but yeah, Craig Robinson is a fucking gift. Oh, he's song. so good. He is so funny. Like everyone knows him from like The Office, obviously, but the mm-hmm. stuff he's been in, like in theatrical movies, are always really good. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Fail, Hot Tub Time so Machine. Funny. Oh God, yes. I still like Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine is like one of those movies. I don't quote too movie like too many movies like on the reg, but. It's always like with Hot Tub Time Machine, it's just like my favorite line of that movie is when he's just like, oh, what do we do? He's like, well, I need to go make out with a girl named Stephanie. And then (laughs) and then there's the other bit where um, the recurring theme of that movie is Great White Buffalo. And I've never stopped using that term since. Yeah. Yeah. Since that movie. Like, Speaking of Hot Tub Time Machine, Clark Duke is also a gift. Absolutely. <laughs> that kid, he's not in a whole lot of shit, no. but when he is, it's great. Like yeah. Sex Drive? Y'all, Sex Drive is one of my favorite movies of all time, dude, and Clark Duke's in that a lot. He's like one of the main characters. Yeah, I totally agree. Because he has the, well, no, we won't get into Sex Drive because I almost, <laughs> I almost crossed the line. <laughs> no, God. Yeah, and then he was uh, in. Yeah. There's a. There's a. He's in Superbad. Yeah, he is. Clark Duke yeah, as like a side students. character. Yeah, at the party. And in the commentary, they're like, every time we'd start shooting a party scene, Clark would just be there. He'd just be in the background <laughs> in the party scene. And they're like, Clark, why are you in the shot again? And he's like, just trying to get some screen time, man. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta respect the hustle, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then. Gary Bednob, who plays the manager of the coffee shop, is just playing his character from 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. Like, that's all he does. I've never seen anything but these two movies. He plays the exact same character, and it's still hilarious. He's like, fuck you, Ebony and Ivory motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> when he's going to the back room. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> so good. Oh, God, it's so funny. And then, then I told us earlier, but having Seth Rogen play a character named Zach Brown really just kind of hurt me for a lot of the movie (laughs) (laughs) to which i added uh seth rogan almost exclusively dresses in brown throughout this entire movie like wardrobe is just like not really flexing too hard on seth rogan he just looks like a a wannabe ups driver the whole time until the end when he actually is (laughs) yeah (laughs) busted all kinds of nuts as a ups driver i guess right coming in with that hot cream (laughs) jesus okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> Speaking of the outfits, there are some outfit choices in this movie. Like, yeah. Elizabeth Banks is very long scarf she wears the entire movie. Yeah, like, and then Jason Mew's, like, like walking around as if he's, like, some punk-ass skateboarder or something. Man, 2008 was wild for fashion, dude. Like, and yeah, the bell really pants were still, like, were coming back. Like, did y'all notice that? The, yeah, I like the low yeah. waisted. Walks in the house. Yeah, low waisted jeans, yeah. like bell bot. Like it was weird, dude. Two thousand eight was a fucking trip. It was a weird time, dude. It was a real weird fucking time. Yeah, Jay, like Lester yeah. definitely shopped at Hot Topic. But <laughs> we his name. He probably his worked at Hot Topic. Name. <laughs> what, what did he my, want one of my favorite name? parts. What did, Go ahead. What did he want his poor oh, name? Oh yeah, it was like Peter something. Like, like, like Pete Yorn. No, it wasn't Pete Yorn. It was, like, Joe it Wilson, was like Pete Brown it? or some shit, though. Pete Jones. Pete Jones. Like... That was it. Dude, it's so God, fucking man. stupid. Like, some white Yeah, his ass. actual name was like Lester the Molester, some crazy shit. And they're like, what a great porn name. And he's like, we could have porn names? I'm Tom Jones. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I think, his, I think legally his last name was Cock Lester and Stuff. Lester the Molester, Cock and Stuff. Cock and Stuff. Yeah. Like cocking oh stuff. What the fuck? I'm glad we said that three times on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure we get the cocking stuff. Yeah, <laughs> four you times. Somebody... I really like one of my favorite parts of the movie was when they were trying to, or one of the funniest parts when they're trying to think of names for the, for the porn, <laughs> and they're just naming all these funny ass porn parody titles, like any anyone they can think of. Oh, uh, dude. Did you guys have a favorite? Because I wrote down my favorite. Oh, I should have written down a favorite. Hold I should have also tried to think of a good one. God, what are yours? Because there was a, there was a lot. My favorite one. I wrote this one down. There was a lot of great ones, but my favorite one was Kakunt. Oh. <laughs> he's like, what about Kakunt? And she's like, what? And he's like, cocoon, but with a cunt. God bless, dude. <laughs> My favorite one they said is one that they actually used in the end was Revenge of the Shit. Yeah, I was going to say Revenge of the Shit. The all-anal third third installment. Oh, my God. The all-anal final chapter. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. Oh, Oh, God. God. Fuck this movie, dude. (laughs) I wonder if they did the Step Brothers route and paid a million dollars for the fake balls out of the R2-D2 or if they just used some, like, Spencer's gifts looking... You balls. have to imagine that, like, they definitely got that shit from, like, a Spencer's gift. Spencer's And gifts, just hot yeah. glued it to the back, <laughs> to the inside of, like, that fucking <laughs> <laughs> R2-D2. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, There's some all... really good, uh, like, quotable material in this movie, though, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'd forgotten a lot of it, you know? I'd I'm forgotten like... a lot of it. At the very beginning, when the granny panties thing is going down, they they're having like a back and forth, Zach and Mary are, mm-hmm. and talking about like ordering the vibrator, and he's like talking about he's gonna get a flashlight and everything, and she's like, "Ooh, you're gonna get a flashlight," and he's like, "Oh yeah, cause I forgot it's so fucking noble buying a, a vibrator on the internet. What do you think a kid in Darfur gets saved every time a vibrator makes you come?" <laughs> then I'm like, "That's a fucking great line." <laughs> And she's oh like, it's God. just weird. He's like, how is it fucking weird that you have a machine that gets to fuck you, but I don't? Yeah, yeah. he's like, I'm sitting there with some fucking Jergens in a magazine in the bathroom. She's like, you're using my Jergens? <laughs> Dude. Oh, oh man. There's when they're shooting the porn in, in the coffee shop, and he goes pull out to the talking to the cameraman. And he goes, yeah, Not you. God. That fucking when that fucking guy walks in the coffee shop when they're filming the first scene. <laughs> Need some coffee so I can get home. <laughs> is, is that the guy from Mallrats who's looking at the poster? No, is that who that was? No, no, th- no way. Was, is it? No, it was not him. I can I can tell you that. Uh, this guy, he's like, I- I've seen him in other stuff before. It's definitely not the guy from My Name Is Earl that we're okay. thinking of. I'll try. I don't know who it is. Because this guy totally, the way that he like drunkenly slurred everything, he reminds me of a friend from high school that used to do the exact same thing and like do the weird like half like mouth half open like eyes half closed. Like, dude, that guy took me back. (laughs) He was in nothing that I know. He's in New Amsterdam currently. That's all I recognize from this shit. Yeah, like he's he's always kind of just like uh, one of those guys, just like. An yeah, extra or something like that. Bad. Yeah, he made me laugh. Yeah, it was just a side, yeah. a side character. But he's usually a comedic, like a, a comedic prop. role. Yeah, 
He's Dale from Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That is him. Now that you say that, absolutely. And I want to talk. One of the things he, too. Go ahead. Wait. Go ahead. No, you go I, ahead. Go I want to talk about the funniest scene in this movie when they're shooting the angle scene. Oh my god! I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> yes. Oh. Now that was some fucking Tom Savini makeup effects right there. That's why they hired him. That corn no. shit on that guy's face. God. God, Whenever dude. Whenever that happened, I let out the most, like, guttural laugh I've ever released in my <laughs> life. I laughed so hard and loud, like, just very quickly because it caught me off guard. Like, he fucking walks outside. Craig Robinson's <laughs> like, what just happened in there? And he's like, I'll tell you what happened. That chick frosted me like I was a fucking cake. God damn it. <laughs> Like, there has to be something, like, okay, there has to be something wrong with, like, with Kevin Smith for that scene. Jesus Christ. That's funny shit right there, dude. Yeah, I guess that's comedic shit. It's like the hiking scene in Dave. Spoilers for Dave on FX. Oh, Dave on FX. Everybody go watch Dave. I just, I like, too, I feel like Kevin Smith writes, uh, like, relatable characters. Characters Mm -hmm. who are, like... Who do shit or say shit that you might would do or say, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's definitely Or maybe that just is like... me. But you know. Uh like at the beginning they're talking about they're going to the to the reunion. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Yeah, but we're still better than them, right? And he's like, No. We're probably not even as good as some of them unless like one's a crackhead or something like that. <laughs> and like I feel like that's something that no, I would that's say. Like a that's real conversation you know? someone would have. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. and then like they're talking about like possible jobs or whatever that they could do, and she's like, "Well, you could just be a waiter," and he's like, "Nobody wants me around their food. <laughs> Would you eat food that I gave you?" And she's like, "No, I wouldn't. That's a good point." <laughs> yeah, I feel like this one took a turn from the old Kevin Smith of like the smarter than everyone else characters. Yeah, the more human. What I think is another Jed Apatow thing is it gives that Jed Apatow like yeah. everyday person feel instead of the Kevin Smith smarter than everyone. Here's a huge monologue right. from a character you never spoke before. Yeah, and I right. wouldn't be too surprised if like um, another another callback callback to Dave real quick. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of this script is improved with uh, with Seth and like Elizabeth and stuff like that. Um, just because of the way that some of the conversation flows, I just don't think that like yeah. does that make sense? Because some of the like some yeah, of it is sound, like feels like a lot of ad libbing that Seth Rogen yeah, is kind of notorious for doing. So I think yeah, I, I think a lot of it works a lot better because of that too. Because they do the exact same thing in Dave as well, apparently. All right, what are your guys? Any more thoughts about the movie itself? Because like I I do I do want to say they captured the like the the awkwardness yeah. of the Zach and Miri leading up to that scene yeah. when they first have sex. Yeah. Of like, I feel like that would be one of the most awkward fucking moments if you've known like somebody your entire life and they're like your best friend and then you're about to have sex with them like and you know it's but you know it's coming so you've been building up to it in your mind for a few days you know yeah and they nailed that whole like they were both so fucking i felt fucking awkward oh god and i was watching it by myself you know yeah so like they they, they did a really good job there yeah i agree i like how they changed the shot from the camcorder to like an actual like film camera shooting them I thought it was a nice touch. It like, kind of yeah. made it more intimate feeling. Yeah, I agree. I will say that the camera work in this is really good. for like Kevin Smith does some cool stuff with the camera a lot of times, mm-hmm. but I feel like this movie had some decent cinematography. There were some cool shots in it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. And the editing was really good, too. Like like we were yeah. just talking about, like just the cutting back and forth between um, Deacon and everybody sitting around the camera watching like with their mouths open yeah and then cutting back and forth between that really like intimate scene yeah like it, it works really well yeah, yeah Kev- it does Kevin Smith edited this one also he has all his movies yeah he edited this I one think well. Kevin Smith I noticed too like you said that you know that it feels like there was a lot of ad-libbing because the conversations felt real natural yeah and like there probably was but I feel like he did a good job of hiding the, that with the camera a lot of times sure. in comedies, you can tell when they're doing ad lib because it's they only show one person at a time. On they, sure. they, you can tell they have two cameras, one on each person, and they're letting them go back and forth, and they're going to use some of it, but not all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't see that in this. I don't remember seeing that at all. Yeah, and I mean, like it could be one of those things where, like, I mean, Elizabeth Banks and I had been doing work for so long, and I guess Seth too, technically, because um, because yeah. you know he'd been doing smaller roles. He did Freaks and Geeks and everything else after that too, and so like seeing seeing that like i'm sure 
I'm sure there was some kind of chemistry that just made that sort of thing easier too. Because I'm sure they probably right. all knew each other. Because this well, is... and he, him and Elizabeth Banks worked together in Four Year Old Virgin. See, and that yeah, yeah. exactly. It, they had several scenes together. Yeah. See, and that, that makes that makes a lot more sense too. So they knew each other, yeah, yeah. from that. Yeah. And I, either way, they did like an excellent job of just like sounding natural and being like naturally funny given Seth Rogen is like, you know, incredible at doing that anyway, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, overall I, I like this movie a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah, and we will talk about that right after this break where we discuss if it's that terrible. We will see you guys in a second. And we are back from break. It is now time to talk about Evan Morgan. Is Zach and Mary make a porno that terrible? No. <laughs> no. There we go. No, like great. Yeah, no. I think this movie. I think this movie is actually great. Um, I won't get too critical until we get into being critical. But no, this movie is not that terrible. This movie is very good still to this I day. I mean, my thing is is. People set their expectations to an ignorant fucking level for stuff. This movie is titled, Zack and Mary Make a Porno. What the fuck do you think you're going to watch, you know? I mean, yeah. It's in fucking Shakespeare, I mean, you know? You're right. Zack and Mary Make a Tasteful Art Film. God bless. Zack, well, what do you think? Like, I, I really love this movie. Like, I think this is the first time we've had a movie that actually has, like, a decently high rating mm-hmm. that it's obviously, like... It's not bad in the slightest. Like there are a few like scenes talk about in a little bit that like there's some language in the movie that does yeah. not hold up at all. There's a that's couple things kind of... they say where I was like, you know, yeah. I cringed a little, and I was like, that's, that's just... dated. You know, I think yeah. if they made this movie now, that wouldn't have been in there. No way. You know, that's no like way. 2008 Kevin Smith. It's just Kevin Smith stuff that he used to do. He doesn't even do it. It's not that bad anymore. Now he when he does movies, he doesn't do any like this stuff anymore. No. But I really enjoyed this movie. It's a lot of fucking fun. It's super sweet, which I was not expecting. Is how like. I, I got a little emotional towards the end. I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, like, I love... Yeah, yeah there's a touching moment at the end. Well, you know? yeah, like, I love Zack and Miri's, like, whole dynamic throughout this thing. Like, they, like, they get you to really care about these two people who, uh, like, who, quote, obviously don't have any sexual tension in the beginning. And then as the movie goes on, you start to realize that they both have feelings for each other, quote, obviously. But... Right. Like... And have for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And know? it becomes, like, increasingly more obvious. But, at, you know, like, once that... Once that, quote, like, climb... Once they, once they hit the climax... Once they climax, um, you know. Once... Once they cream. Okay. So, once that <laughs> scene happens, <laughs> you kind of realize, like, oh, yeah. Like, nah, these two fucking idiots just, like... They've been, like... They've been in love with each other for, like, the past, like, yeah. 20 years or whatever. It's just, like... And it's just so sweet whenever... um whenever Craig Robinson's character goes to get to get uh, Zach and he's just like, hey, like, look, man, come look at this edit. And they just him and uh, him and Deacon sit down and they're like, look, dude, she loves you. Shut the fuck up. Quit being a puss. And just right. like he, he goes and he's like, hey, yeah, by the way, I love you. And it's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. And when Craig Robinson whispers in his ear, dude, and says, sometimes you need somebody to show you something that you can't see for yourself. I was like, I really like this fucking movie. Yeah, dude. like... You know, yeah. like, that's that's just some good shit right yeah. there. Some heartwarming shit. Agreed. You know? Yeah, it really has and like, that, that Kevin Smith it, ending, like, Mallrats ends with that really sweet scene at the game yeah. show. Uh-huh. This is the same thing exactly. in, the, in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... It's, it's it definitely is sweet, and it's touching. And I feel like I relate to... And maybe you guys do, too. I relate to Zach's position of... He's loved Mary for a long time, but he's he's not gonna tell her that, you know? Yeah, yeah of course. Sure. Like it may And like I'm that guy. I wouldn't I'm just not I'm not good at making those moves, you know? Well, and like I feel like that's what that's the deal with Zach, is he just never he was always too scared to make a move. And I think the same know? for Mary too. Like it, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like you're your best friends for like your entire life. How could you possibly like move that that dynamic in a different direction without like causing right like this massive shift and then whenever because you're scared you're always scared you're going to ruin your friendship too right yeah totally you know and you don't want to lose like a good friend but you would love to have something more yeah you know yeah totally yeah if if anybody listening right now has a female roommate they've known for a long time and like uh you're probably in love with them 
I'm not going to tell you to do anything. You probably should like take it fucking easy right now, bud. But like, I don't think like this movie's like quote an example of like what you should do in that situation. Yeah. But it's like, don't make a porno with your friend. Yeah. Cause normally it's not going to end like this. No. You're not going to make a porno with your friend and everything's going to turn out. Okay. Absolutely you know? not. Just read the fucking room before you, but it made me feel real good that this one did turn out that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah agreed. Yeah. I really think this is a great movie aside from a few just, things of the time it was made yeah it really is it holds up great it's a lot of fun it has that 2008 sappy sweet like I think, comedy feeling yeah and I think like I, th- I said this in, in the pre-show but like I think the only thing that surprised me about this movie is like yeah there's a, there's like there are a few like homophobic th- th- there's a few homophobic lines and jokes in the movie even with like the two gay characters um and then but the one thing which you kind of expect in 2008, like, of course, they have, like, two straight men playing gay dudes. Like, of course, like, there's going to, this is not going to, this is not going to age well right. in uh, in 12 years. And then, but then, like, whenever they're in the basement and. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Seth Rogen just drops the N-word. It was just the weirdest thing to me. And given, like given for full for full context like he didn't drop he didn't drop the hard r but you know what i mean like it was just a really yeah, he was reading the the name he's of the, the title yeah, of he's the reading thing off the screen yeah but it's still like really weird it catches you off guard yeah, you know like it's like okay like all right like i wonder if craig told you to say this or what but either way it was just, it was just very like oh, <laughs> you know what's a funny fucking line in there right after that though what that's like is where Craig Robinson's like, I don't even know what this motherfucker was was before this, and he's like, uh, white supremacist. He's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, I really. You know, we... one thing that is that terrible though. What? The fucking font that they use. Oh. For the god damn it! I, as a designer, I just can't. Yeah. Who the fuck said yes? Let's use this font for our titles that pop across the screen awful fucking what is that shit dude did somebody write it did is it typed i can't tell it goes with the stick figure poster but it does not go with just the title card no yeah yeah I agree. yeah i don't know what the fuck they were thinking with this font on this movie thank you that's the one thing in this movie i really don't like is when it pops up with words on the screen i cringe I love, i'm like what the fuck i love that evan has a fucking bone to pick with the font of this movie <laughs> i love that more than anything else Either you can hire us or get the fuck out. (laughs) Like, as a person who works with fonts a lot, you know, really fucking bothers me. Somebody said that was okay. Really harsh in my vibe (laughs) that this font is not ace. But otherwise, I fucking love this movie, guys. Yeah, this is official. Yeah. Zach and Miri, not terrible. The font is that terrible. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. The, we were a little right, I've been waiting this, this one, whole but... show to say, you know what is that terrible? <laughs> He's like, the I'm gonna I've been waiting this that. whole fucking time. <laughs> I'm going to save that for the back half of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I saw in the docket that we were going to talk about, you know, is it that terrible? And I'm like, that's when I do it. <laughs> we're gonna... it and he didn't He didn't edit the doc to show us either. That was a total surprise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, you can't. The jokes are funnier if nobody knows they're coming. That's true. You, know? you can't blow your you can't blow your load too early. A comedian. That's right. A comedian <laughs> never, never tells his jokes. Too early. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Morgan. And now that, my friends, you may not you may not learn anything from this movie, but that's words to live by right there. Honestly, you know? with the professional podcaster like that Evan Jordan here with us right now, I think we're learning a lot anyway. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> to be honest. Who the fuck the have you been talking to that said I was a professional at anything? Hey dude, that's just your tagline of this episode. <laughs> Evan Jordan professional podcaster. <laughs> All right, I can dig it. I'll throw an audio CG for you so we'll say that. <laughs> All right, Morgan. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Morgan, it's time. Who are you fighting from Zach and Mary make a porno? All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to uh, a podcast that a podcast. Morgan's feud of the week. Um, I'm probably gonna beat the shit out of uh, out of Justin Long. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Real <laughs> fucking aggressive. Buddy. I think. Yeah. What did he do? I think you know. I don't like. I don't like his attitude. Um. Really and honestly, I, I the real reason here is that I don't really want to fight anybody in this movie. Justin Long is just like one of those guys. Like I said earlier, I had like a weird like fixation on like 
all of his I loved all of his movies like in the early mid 2000s and so I only feel like it's fitting that I beat the shit out of Justin Long for doing Tusk Dude, Tusk wow. is not a bad movie. Tusk it's is, not is the, a fucking look, dope it's movie. Not the tu- listen, Tusk. y'all. Just let it be known. Listen, it's not that Tusk is a bad movie. It's just that if you watch Tusk and you expect to like have a good time watching Tusk, you're going to have oh, a no. bad time watching Tusk. Because Tusk is very it's difficult to watch. It is <laughs> very difficult Towards to watch. Towards the end, it's really excruciating. Like... Not to mention depressing. In the best way. It's great. I, yeah. I, no, not in the best way. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that movie is like body horror on another level. Like, that is like one of those movies, like, it's not, it's not, it's human centipede gross, but it's like one of those movies where I'm just like, fuck no. I've watched this movie twice. I'm probably never going to watch it again. So, fuck Justin Long for doing Tusk. <laughs> You know, if anybody in this movie deserves to be fought, it's those two piece of shit fucking teenagers. Oh, yeah. Fuck those guys. Those kids are fucking dicks, Yeah, but dude. you can't fight minors. Like, what am I... They're sp- probably not minors anymore. This movie's no, 10 years old. I'll fuck those kids <laughs> up. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, dude. I can't fight the two minors that were in the movie. I can only fight Justin Long. I'm not so a minor now, anymore, either. Yeah. Fucking, if you guys are... If you killed two kids who shot Seth Rogen and the balls are out there listen to this... Fight me, motherfuckers. God damn. You know? This is the real feud of the week. Jesus. <laughs> well, all I know is now we're never getting Justin Long, Sissy Spacek, or Will Arnett on the podcast. That's, That's all fine. I know. That's fine. We'll get Justin Long. I like how I like how that it's chalked up to because of what Morgan said, you're not kidding. Him, you know, well, I like that. That's what you, that's what you credit for not letting you. Get him. It's just what Morgan said. <laughs> not yeah, the quality stars. of the show. Not like, no. not the other bullshit that <laughs> not we the say fact on here. They're like multimillionaires, you know? Nah, dude, we'll get just Justin that, Long Just the that show. he said that stuff. Justin Long's begging for change on the side of Hollywood Boulevard. Get out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now we're never When's the last time the Justin Long was in a was in a movie? Was it Tusk? No. I Probably. think he was even something. Are you sure? That. Are you fucking sure? I don't think he was, Morgan. No oh, way. He was in the wave in twenty nineteen. With uh You know what's a good this is a weird on? sidebar. You know what's a good movie with Justin Long? Strange Wilderness. You guys ever seen that movie, Strange, Strange Wilderness? I don't think I've seen Strange with Steve Zahn. Oh my god! You got to do that for this show and let me be on that one too. I know this movie. I know because I guarantee movie. you that movie got shit ratings, and it's great. No, he was. I in, know this movie. Yeah. He was an Alvin and the Chipmunks after uh, Tusk, so you know. It came Wait, out the same year as this. Alvin. Strange Wilderness came out the same year as this. Oh Jesus. It was produced by Happy Madison. Chipmunks, the road ship. Oh my god! Yeah, he was in the road trip. The road ship. The road ship. Good. (laughs) We're still talking about what Justin Long's. All right. I just chalked it up to nothing. You know. (laughs) I just chalked it up to he had been in nothing since dusk. Well, if we're gonna beat the shit out of him, we gotta give him some credit. So. Yeah. You need to watch Strange Wilderness, regardless of if you make it an episode. You need to watch Strange Wilderness. Okay. All right, we'll definitely check it out. Two percent might put it on. It's the got a two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so I think it could be on here. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> All right, that does it this week's episode of It's Not That Terrible. Evan, where can the people find you and the things you do? The people can find me and the things I do on mainly on Twitter at that Evan Jordan. That's where you're gonna find shenanigans, you know, mm-hmm. shenanigans and thoughts and opinions, and then me retweeting stuff that we do. But if you want to see just the stuff that we do and none of my bullshit, but let's be honest, you do want to see my bullshit, go follow me on Twitter. Uh, the Scoot Gang Twitter is at Scoot Gang Tweets, and we're talking about our shows on there. We got fucking RPG and Chill, Scoot Cast, uh, Disney Plus Us. We got Indie Spotlight that I'm about to be rolling out another episode of on the YouTube. We just did a special episode of Scootcast that was recorded within Animal Crossing. That's on the YouTube also. Everyone go watch that episode. That because, shit's really cool. Yeah, the editing is really good in that episode. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Aaron still tweaking it to bring it back, but he is coming back with Getting Technical. The, the oh, slick. YouTube series he was getting into. Awesome. Morgan. Yeah. What's up? Where can people find you? You can find me at... Uh, um, you- 
uh, Twitter.com uh, slash Pilsy Nagram. That's P-I-L-S-Y-H-N-A-G-R-O-M. I don't really do anything cool over there. Um, but just to help help uh, our bud Evan here, everybody go like go leave like a rating on your favorite Scootcast, uh, Scootcast uh, episode. Go like go leave a rating all over there. Tell them how, what good of a job they're doing. All their shows are great. Um, Flurple's really hot. But he's probably the worst one. Um, I think. Oh, I mean, I mean, fucking dirt coming that's out. That's fine. He forgets. The, he it. forgets the name of my uh, of my show every time I talk to him. Uh, so let's be honest. When they start hearing us say goodbye, they're gonna stop listening anyway. So he's not ever gonna hear. Yeah, this. no. Yeah. yeah so it's anything yeah, bad you want to say about Aaron or Flurps, you should say it right now. Aaron, I'm not gonna say anything bad about. But yeah, Flurple, we can say like, about Aaron. I'll yet. fucking meet we, you we in Michigan right now. Whoa. <laughs> You know, whoa! But that's Morgan's feud of the week. Is it actually flirtful? <laughs> it's actually flirtful. <laughs> no, so everybody, go go give them a listen. Go go, go leave a rating on RPG and Chill, on Scootcast, on Disney Plus Us, all that dumb shit. Um, give us, uh, give us a rating on iTunes or whatever. Zach, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at yrokaz underscore nworb. You can find posts on some shitty ass photoshops at like three in the morning <laughs> that Morgan absolutely hates, but they're some gold. Saw one of these and I, I it has the Evan stamp. It's approval. it's a fucking mistake. No one should have Sometimes given Zach be- the money to buy a computer. <laughs> it's all me. I had to do so much. Um, yeah, find me there. You can find the show at INTT Pod on Twitter. Uh, please shoot us suggestions for movies. If you want to be on the podcast, shoot us a DM. Message me or Morgan. Yeah, we want to get you on here. We want to have fun and talk to you guys. So we got a whole spreadsheet. So we got a big old spreadsheet. We're a professional now. Yeah, we're one one sure. giant professional now. <laughs> we are just one conglomerate <laughs> professional. Yeah, basically. And speaking of the spreadsheet, according to it, next week, Tommy Boy, Aaron Moeller, Scoot Gang, be there and enjoy Tommy Boy with us, please. For the love of God, please enjoy Tommy Boy with us, because uh, Zach has a surprise for you. I do. He does. I do have a surprise. And I Ooh. think that's going to do it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week with Tommy Boy and Aaron Moeller. Uh, thanks a lot. Everybody be good. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Scoot, scoot. Scoot, scoot.